podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hiya, Josh. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Hope all is well. All good, Matt. All good, thank you. Good stuff. I wanted to start with the new link-up you've got with Virgil Hunter. What type of improvements do you believe that he's added to your game this early on in your career? Things that will take you to that next level? Um, a lot of things we worked on was more mental and just, I think, for me, it was... Boxing is the same, right? So I think for me, it was just the delivery of the message um, and probably how you present it. The analogies he gave were quite... I was like, okay, I can understand that. I see what you're saying, the virtue. We could try to put that to practice and make it happen. Um, but you know, one thing I want to say, Matt, on Saturday, it's just about winning. I can have a million trainers in my corner. It's just about winning. Like, I know you guys are going to ask about Verge, what we're looking for, looking for this and that. But really and truly, it's about winning. I'm going to be in there to win. Um, so, yeah, the, the questions with Verge. And, and the thing is, things that I've done, we might see it in this fight. We may not. I think it was Parker and Chisora the other day. I think he said he wasn't able to show too much of what he had learned. Um and he wanted to show it. So it might come in this fight, it may not. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure people will see, if not this fight, like I said, in other fights, the improvements and everything. But ultimately, the aim is to win. And, and that's kind of what I'm fixed on. Not taking um, focus off your fight, obviously, just because it is a big link-up. We've seen the things that he's done with the likes of Andre Ward. Was that what gravitated you towards Virgil and the, the type of things that he's achieved in the sport, working with Andre Ward and seeing, you know, because he got to the pinnacle? Is that what drew you towards him? Um, for me, it, it was the style of boxing he was teaching and mainly, you know, like I watch a few things and I'm, and I'm like, this guy seems a bit, what's the word? Um, he's just smart with what he does and very particular about what he says and yeah I don't know how to package it but stuff like that I saw and and ultimately I was like you know what this is this is a good teacher not a good coach a good teacher everyone can coach but you need a teacher so um that's kind of why I was like yeah this is the move I'm gonna make um, and like I said um on Saturday yes as a student I should demonstrate a bit of what I've learned but the ultimate goal is to win man absolutely your last fight out, very tough seven rounds against Mark Kalic. Um, do you believe that was the type of fight you needed to give you that seasoning before you start making them jumps up in levels that you're wanting to do? Um, so, Matt, I did an interview the other day and I was saying the same thing. Um, <clears throat> before a fight, you say, I can, dig, I can dig deep, I can do this, I can do that. Um, but at that point, I hadn't been tested yet or I didn't need to show it. So, um, yeah, it was quite interesting for it to, to be done in that fight. Um, and even Khalid's record, I think him being undefeated, he hadn't boxed anyone um, well-known. Um, and we saw it ended up being actually a tough fight. So same with this guy. He hasn't boxed anyone that we know, but I'm not going in there thinking, yeah, this is just going to be a warm-up fight or a walking apart. Nah, someone coming to protect their undefeated record is someone that's dangerous and someone that's hungry. So, um, yeah, Khalid's fight happening like that, it was good. Um, like I said, it's in the bank now, and I know if I have to show that side of myself, I can show it. Finally, just the last one from me, Josh. Um, first of all, have you had any words of advice from a mentor, someone who looks after you, Andy Joshua, in preparation to this fight? 
Has he said anything that's stuck with you? And also, what's your prediction for the fight? Do you believe you'll be able to get him out of there or will it be a will it be a point? Um, we, we we have 10 or 12 rounds, man. And I go in there to win every round. And as always, man, like like we've seen, if someone is hurt or I, I sense a bit of vulnerability, I'm there to capitalise on it, to, to, to take them out. But like I said, we're going in there to win, um, to box and, and to win, man. Um, if it comes, it comes. As always, you want to entertain people and, you know, get people um, to be excited about what's happening. So, yeah, if the opportunity comes, man, I'll take it. Um, in terms of advice, um, the, the only advice is to win, really and truly. Like, that's what it comes down to, win. Look good, win, get out. That's it. Yeah. Well, good luck Saturday night, Josh. Appreciate it. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you. No problem. Thanks, Matt. If we go to Joe Hewlett next, please. Hi, Josh. How you doing? You all right, mate? Yes, Joe. Not too bad yourself? Yeah, good, thanks. All good. Um, so, talk to me about um, headlining this weekend. It was kind of unexpected with Terry Harper uh, with the hand fracture. Does that add, it, add any pressure uh, to your fight? No, not at all. Um, no no, no pressure, Joe. Um, I'm still boxing the same person. Um, everything's still the same. It's just the main event. So, the from that point, is that there's no pressure on me to be fair. And obviously, uh, you want to eventually become world champion, but domestically, there's so many uh, fellow good like heavyweights, including Callum Johnson, Anthony Yard, Lyndon Arthur. Obviously, they are on like Queensbury promotion side. But would the fight with either of those three interest you before challenging for a world title potentially? I think, I think in England we've got a good top ten light heavies. And I think a fight with either of us in that in that top ten will be a good fight. Um, so I wouldn't shy away from it. No, as we know, man, there's some politics in boxing that makes it a bit more difficult to make certain fights. But yeah, like I said, I think the top ten light heavies in the country they're all very good, and either of us fighting each other will be an exciting fight. Absolutely, and one last one from me. Um, I've previously spoken to you before, um, after fights, you have uh, done a lot outside of the sport, including helping feed the homeless, for instance. During the pandemic, there's obviously been a lot of struggle um, around homelessness. Um, have you been doing any work outside of the sport? Yeah, we Since managed to do we managed to do some um, Christmas just gone. Um, myself um, and Chevron Clark, the 91 kilo boxer for Great Britain, um, Myself and him and two of his other mates partnered up, put some few bits together um, and gave it out to the homeless. And credit to them because I was away, but prior to me going away, we had sorted everything out. Um, so credit to them, man. They still went out there. They did what they had to do. And back in Ghana, I've, I've got um, some people, you know, that I do some bits and pieces with just to give back to people in the community and people that are less fortunate. So there's always something happening. There's always something that I'm doing. Um, outside the ring, man. Boxing is, I guess that's the only time you guys see what I do, but yeah. apart from that, there's a lot of things that I'm doing. Okay, thanks that, Joe. If we move on to Louis, next, please. Hi, Josh, how are you? Hi, Louis, you okay? I'm good, yeah. Um, so, I was thinking, if you win this weekend and you win quite well, where would you rank Dos Santos amongst your wins? Would you say he's your best win today? Um, I don't know. I think it'd be my latest win. 
I, I don't, after each fight, I don't sit down and think, oh, where would I rank this guy now? Nah. I just think part of the process and part, part of the journey and learning, what have I learned from it? What can I add from that fight to myself as a fighter? So, so that again, I know it's in the bank. Um, from Kalich, I added a few things. From this fight, I'm sure I can add a few things and we just keep adding. But I don't sit down and think, you know, where would I rate this opponent? Yeah. So um, it was mentioned briefly earlier about domestic rivals, you know, Callum Johnson, obviously uh, Lyndon Arthur, Craig Wicks, those sort of people. Um, I know you said you would fight them, but if you had the choice between fighting your domestic rivals or getting to a world title as quick as possible, which one appeals to you more? I'll take the world title because I think that would then mean that domestically those fights should be a bit easier to make purely because there's something at stake. There's, there's, a, there's a good... Um, there's obviously a world title on the line for the winner, so maybe the promoters and whatever the politics is maybe put aside because we, we could be like, look, this is for a world title. So um, definitely we'll take the world route and then dance with one of these like national level. Yeah. All right, brilliant. Thank you. Cheers. What's up, man? Okay, if we go to Luke Carney next, please. How are we doing, Josh? Yes, Lee, you all right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, so first and foremost, I just wanted to ask that given that Daniel De Santos is somewhat of an unknown quantity and we've seen in recent weeks and months that some of these foreign fighters with little backstory, the likes of um, who fought Joshua Warrington in February, you know, causing huge upsets. Do you take that on board when you're in camp? And I know you're a constant professional and you're not going to take your eye off the ball, but does it add added impetus to make sure you go in there fully focused? Yeah, it makes you think that just because the the public hasn't heard of the person doesn't mean that they're not good. Like you mentioned about Josh Warrington, I think the same happened to, um, is his name Tennessee? Yeah, James Tennyson. Yeah, yeah. Something happened to him as well with an unknown fighter. There's been a few upsets recently, man, by guys that no one's heard of. So I, I'm not trying to statistically make that number. I'm here to beat everyone to beat whoever's, in, whoever's put in front of me. Yeah, of course. And secondly, we've mentioned, you know, the likes of Callum Johnson, Ante Yard yep. uh, as potential rivals. But within the, the matchroom stable, there is, of course, uh, Craig Richards. First of all, can I get your thoughts on his fight with Dimitri Bivol and how interested in a British title challenge with Craig Richards would you be? Bro, even till now, I haven't seen that fight. So even I haven't even messaged Craig to say congrats or this or that because I haven't seen it. Um, I think the time it happened, I was coming back to the country. Um, but like I said, man, it, these fights people want to see and we as fighters, we want to know who is the best that light heavy. So if proposed and everything's correct, then I'm sure the fight would happen. Um, I'm not shying away from these fights at all, man. So, um, you know, if things are done accordingly, I'm sure they'll happen. Yeah, well, thanks for your time, Josh, and best of luck for Saturday. Oh, man, bro. Appreciate that, Luke. Thanks, Luke. If we go to John Trethaway next, please. Hi, Josh. How you doing, mate? Yes, John. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, good. Thanks, buddy. Um, oh, speaking about your opponent, um, he's got a similar record to you. So I think he's 15 and 0. So a couple more fights. So on paper, looks really, really good. What are you expecting yeah. for him style-wise on fight night? And do you think that the fact that he's never fought out of France and the level of opponents might not be as strong as what you've faced, do you think that'll be a telling factor? Um, I, I think I always have this, this saying, John, that you can't really read into how someone has done against other people because I I didn't have their style. So 
it's a matter of when his style and my style clash, what's it going to be like? Um, and simply for the fact that it's an undefeated fighter, he's going to have, you know, the, the energy and, and, and the eagerness to keep that record. So that, that alone makes him dangerous. And that's all I need to know, man. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, going back to the Virgil Hunter link-up, really good to see that you've gone out there and it looks like you've explored different ways of uh, working, which is great. Is that going to be a permanent fixture? Do you think you'll stay out there a bit longer and come back for fights, etc., or is it just short term? Um, it, it was. Uh, I, I think it being announced would indicate that it's a permanent thing. Um, I, I've been there and and I feel it's the right place to be, John. Like I'm learning loads, um, and I want to learn as loads as I can out there. Um, and whether it's the boxing to show it or to box in the States, wherever it is, as long as I'm adding to what I know um, and that's where it's taking me. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a long-term thing. Good stuff. And finally, uh, it looks like you might be on Eddie's last card on Sky. So how does that feel? A bit of an end of an era. And what does that mean for yourself and his British fighters? Yeah, um, so I think the zone of launch in England, I'm not too sure. I think they have. So, um I guess people will have to get the zone if they want to see us box. Um, and for us fighters that are with Matchroom, I guess it means more overseas fights. I don't know. Um, or whichever way it is, man, I'm sure people in England will still be able to watch it. Um, and in the same breath, like I say, man, we have to thank Matchroom because even Matchroom and all the promoters, because they're still giving fighters the opportunity to fight, to make money, to look after their families and their loved ones. So, that for me is cool. Whether we're fighting here or different countries or whatever it is, the fighters are still putting on good shows for the fans. And again, being able to look after their loved ones. So um, we, we have to big up the promoters for that. Yeah, excellent. Thanks for your time, Josh. Good luck Saturday. Cheers, John. Thank you. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.